Hello, and welcome to our first ever episode of Imaginary Boundaries, where we highlight and put emphasis on discrimination and injustice in numerous places across the world. I'm Adwith, and I'm here with my fellow hosts. Hi, I'm Steven. Hi, I'm Rishi. And I'm Alikia. Today's episode focuses on racial injustice among employees in the workforce. We want this podcast to be able to reach people and for them to understand how it feels to be discriminated based on their color, background, and ancestry. That's not all. We want y'all to be able to leave this podcast knowing that you can stop racial discrimination when that's happening. We want to use today's episode as a beam of light to show people how cool racial discrimination can be in the workplace. And we also want this to inspire people to stand up for their own peers that are being discriminated because what happens in the workplace isn't right. All right. So even though we may sound like those regular dumb high school freshmen, we are students who have briefly studied civil rights and we've also done our own fair share of research. And we've also heard numerous stories about discrimination in the world and especially in the United States where the civil rights movement even started. We want to provide an insight for change about the discrimination that is felt not only by one race, but for the various races in our society as well. Even today, we still have people who are facing racial injustice and discrimination in different places, despite all the laws and movements that have been put in place just for people to see that we are all the same. No race is better than the other. It's very disheartening to see no change in people with the same despicable thinking, even after so many years of the struggle. So without further ado, I'll pass it on to Addy for the next segment of our podcast. Today, I'm talking about one of the biggest and most recent cases on this topic. Look around. One thing you might see on every person is probably shoes. And what brand are these shoes? Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. No matter how big the company is or how widespread they are, there's still discrimination cases going on. Let's look at Nike, for example. On January 10th, 2022, Goldstein Borgen, also known as Dagger and Ho, along with with a co-counsel, filed a motion for class certification on behalf of four plantifications and proposed class for women who worked at Nike. Headquarters allege that Nike has discriminated against them in pay, promotions, and initial job assessments on the basis of their gender. The motion seeks an order certifying a class of several thousand women based on evidence that several uniform policies and practices resulted in Nike paying women less, promoting women less often, and placing women into lower initial job assessments compared to similar men. The motion also takes certification on initial discrimination claims based on evidence that Nike knew about the discriminatory nation of its policies, but failed to correct them. This hearing is still by going on, and the next court case is pro- is expected in late spring slash summer of 2022. The court case has not been finally closed yet, in which the case is still ongoing. This shows how recent and how, no matter the size or the widespread of this company, it can discrimination is going around worldwide with no stop. It's really sad to see things like this happen because we're all scientifically, we're all made the same way. We're all the same species, right? So there's yeah. no reason we should be treat- treating one person differently than the other because realistically, we're all the same, right? So, I don't know. Yeah. With such a big company. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because like, people are basing you off based on your color and like your race. And that is not really what defines you in society. It's basically like, it's not really good. And they all talk about is how can we inspire change with our words uh, to make sure things like this don't happen. 
we find anything going on or around in our world, we can take action immediately. Instead of here, Nike saw this is happening and did no change or course right. in action to correct it. Right. I think uh, we should just treat everyone the same, right? Yes, uh, I know sometimes we tend to treat people differently because of, you know, their intellectual ability or mm-hmm. um, how they look and things like that. But in the end, everyone's different in their own way, right? Everyone's smart in their own way. And everyone has a reason to be where they are. Yeah. And so yeah. we shouldn't really judge that and be angry at them. And we should just encourage them for being where they are. Right by using a good connot a good connotation of words. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven, you want to head on to your next case? All right. So for this next one, this is like a huge seventy million dollar case, where like regarding uh, work discrimination at a place called Glow Networks, and this is basically where out of the ten employees, nine of which were black and African American people, they filed a case based on race discrimination regarding how workers and their employers were hostile to their work environment and they even received unequal pay and promotion denials. And basically they filed a case based on emotional distress damages and punitive damages in the lawsuit. And despite this, they did not seek any pay damages, which is actually a huge factor in determining like the severity of the case and how this really put the company in endangerment. And again, this is just like another reminder about discrimination and how unequal treatment regarding a specific race, and in this case, African-Americans, it just goes to show that it has a continuing effect and that action still needs to be taken in order for society to essentially change discrimination and narrow its effect that it has on so many people that have suffered through it. And that's basically like the main big reason why we're in this podcast and why we're talking about that today. How can our words inspire change? Uh, in this specific area, uh, for starters, we can we can help anyone that's going through this. We can help mm-hmm. them fight for equality, start protests, mm-hmm. right? Like Martin Luther King. Yeah, yeah, and sure. also we're doing it right now too, discussing these topics. Like we're bringing this out like to people so that they right. can know what's happening. Yeah. The third case I had was um, it was regarding General Electric. It was in 2010. And according to AL.com, uh, there were 57 black laborers, and these workers were claiming that their supervisor subjected them to a barrage of racial slurs and insults, words I can't even say, because God is watching. And then, and then they accused they accused uh, the supervisor of saying they got paid less than whites, and the higher ups knew about this discrimination, and they didn't do anything about it, and they also denied the blacks of. De- uh, promotions, which I think is very unfair because uh, the supervisor also called them lazy, and that's not really right. Just because someone has a darker color doesn't mean they're uh, intelligently less than you or race or inferior to you, and that's that's really disappointing to see that this is still occurring, even after the whole um, speech about you know Dr. King and his "I Have a Dream" speech. And this is not what he would have wanted. Yeah. Yeah, and let's not for forget. Sure. Yeah, and let's not forget that these are also huge major corporations like Nike, Glow Networks, and General Electric, which you all must be very familiar with. Yeah. Really, really disappointing. Yeah. Well, then, then I'll pass it off to Awakeham and her case. 
The case I'm going to be talking about is actually a really big deal regarding Abercrombie and Fitch from the Legal Defense Fund. So for a while, Abercrombie was practicing a classic form of discrimination among Blacks, Latinos, and Asian American applicants and employees. So basically, the suit was filled with um, nine young adults who were refused sales jobs just because of their race, and they were sued only due to the fact that they had a different skin color, which I personally think is actually like really dumb and stupid. And as these nine employees were terminated from their jobs, some of them fell into a really deep like anxiety and depression. So we've acknowledged how much this like racial discrimination thing has an effect on our society, but we've never actually like considered how much this has on a person's heart and feelings as well. And it probably really changes the perspective of their whole life. And it's really sad. Um, so anyways, back to our case, the case ended back case ended back in November 2004, where the lawyers had reached a settlement with Abercrombie and Fitch in which the company had to pay back $40,000 in compensation. Racial injustice has been a problem for a very long time, and it's really heartbreaking to see that this has actually been like a continuity in our history. And looking back in the cases discussed today, we can still see it's like today, like in our present world, it's still a problem. And one of the main highlights of our podcast is really showing people that we need a call for action and being able to accept people for really who they are and how each one of them is different is the first step. Hey guys, Editor Adwaith here. I'm just making sure you guys know our four sources. Source one was gbdhlegal.com. Source two was forbes.com. Source three was www.al.com. And source four was www.naacpldh.org. Well, we hope this podcast has opened your eyes as it has mine. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. We want you guys to take this podcast and use your words to hopefully inspire change in the workforce. Let's put an end to this matter at hand. So with that being said, let's end our podcast right here. So I would like to thank you guys for listening in today. Uh, We hope to see you guys at our next episode of Imaginary Boundaries. Peace out. Peace Peace out. out.